0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello! I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. As always, I'm at Williamson NFL. sitting here at my bar on Saturday evening. Belly up. Let's have a little chat about the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I guess this is a little bit of a bonus prize for you. I'm getting kind of nervous that I won't get all the teams in especially as news starts hitting that uh, you know, before the, we could do free agency and off-season previews. So, by the way, we're going to do, these are more or less free agency previews. Once the first wave of free agency comes and goes, we'll probably do draft previews, you know, kind of re, re-analyze all these teams and say, okay, what kind of cap space do they have left? What needs they have now going into the draft? But that's down the road. Yeah, so today is kind of a bonus prize, you know, record one over the weekend for y'all. I can say y'all on the air on the air once in a while. i never say it in real life, but whatever. Um, offensively for Miami. Well, first of all, cap space. They have a fair amount. Um, I think they'll be very active. I think that's what this team's all about. If they want, I think they'll be able to keep their own. So I don't see a lot of things slowing them down in terms of restrictions. And I, I don't see a noticeable guy with the exception of maybe Koa Misi, that needs to be cut or that they may move on from cap reasons. And we'll talk about defense second here, but let's start with, with offense. I think the combination of Tannehill with Moore as a backup is a strong one that's only going to get better. Year two with Gase. I've been pretty much a Tannehill supporter all along. And remain one, even more so now. I think he could be in line for a breakout season. Um, I really think Gase is going to do good things with him. There's a lot of ability there. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to address this position, you know, with Moore as a strong backup, too. So that's good. And overall, I think this offense is improving. You know, as I said going into last year, I thought this would be a much better offense, and for many reasons, many aspects it has been. One of those aspects is the emergence of Jay Ajayi. Um, I wouldn't do anything with the running back position either. You know, uh, uh, Damian Williams backing up Jay Ajayi with Kenyon Drake as your change of pace guy as the third round pick last year. I think you're pretty good there. I mean, maybe you bring in D'Angelo Williams late in the process or something along those lines to bring a a veteran presence to a young uh, running back room. But overall, not a priority. I think you're in pretty darn good shape there. So that's great. I mean... Originally here things are pretty, pretty positive, and they are too when you go to wide receiver Jarvis Landry. We know exactly who he is. He's a tough dude. He's a move the chains guy. Good after the catch. Highly reliable. Uh, The type of dude that you know. If if we were living in Miami, I bet my son would have a Jarvis Landry jersey. You know that he's that type of guy. They need more from Parker, but I don't think there's any reason to think that. Boy, I mean, we're not nearing bust potential or anything like that. I think Carew is more like Landry, you know, where Parker is sort of the prototypical number one. Not, I mean, I, I don't like him that much, a you know, little secret, but um, I think he's in that mold, you know, the do-it-all guy. So, Kenny Stills is then interesting, because he's the take-the-top-off-the-defense guy. He's the burner. But he's to be expensive. You know, I mean, Kenny Stills is a free agent. I mean, you should probably mention mentioned that, I just assumed you guys all knew that. Um, he's only 24 years old. And, and, you know, his time in New Orleans, time in and had a really good year for Miami. Um, explosive downfield guy. I think he's going to command a pretty good buck. But they could afford him. Um, I don't know that I trust them to pay him huge money. You know, would you rather have Deshaun Jackson for that role? Or, you know, another guy out there perhaps? So that will be interesting. My hunch is they keep him... And therefore, the skill position guys that we talked about all pretty much remain intact. And now the rest of the offense is a little hairier. You know, that Jordan Cameron's a free agent. Deion Sims is more the blocker. Cameron's career might be over, unfortunately. I mean, concussions. Deion Sims is the blocker. Uh, They went out and got Julius Thomas, which, uh, if anyone's going to get a lot out of him, I think it would be Gase in this offense. Uh, I'm intrigued by that. We talked about that earlier. But that shouldn't preclude them from... Either bringing back Sims, you know, more of a blocking type, or getting someone in that in that vein, maybe Anthony Fasano, somebody like that that's up for free agency. Or, <coughs> or you know, even using like a third-round pick on a tight end in a really good tight end class. But they are going to have a lot of needs, so that's easier said than done too. Now here comes the troubling part on offense, though. I mean, love Pouncy. I thought Tunsil was the best player in le- last year's draft. You know, before the draft when it happened. Best prospect. Uh, I think they're quite happy with James at right tackle. For those of you who don't know, Tunsil will go from left guard to left tackle, which is what he's made for. He's the prototype. Um, but now, Albert's gone. Bushrod's a free agent. They really need two starting guards. And that's better than needing two starting tackles. And it is a good guard class. I think there's a real good chance that their top priority in free agent is free agency is go get TJ Lang or Warford from the Lions, Zeitler, somebody along those lines. It's not a bad free agency guard class. It's an okay free a, or draft class for guards too. But I feel like you can't go into the draft saying we need two new guards and we're gonna plug in two rookies. I mean that's dangerous to me. And and as Aggressive as generally this team is, free agency spending, I think they'll pluck one of the guards off of off the market from another team, and then maybe you go into the draft with one more hole on the offensive line. Uh, it'd be a pretty set up, you know, pretty set offense all in all. You know, with or without Stills. Um, Say so you have Zeitler added to the mix, and, and this side of the ball is got a chance to be pretty good. You know, and I've I, I thought that all along. I think, like I said, I think Tannehill's ready to take another step forward too. So, less, you know, a couple obvious holes here. Um, but the defense, you know, we'll talk about the defense here in a moment. So, Miami's defense. This is a lot more troubling. Lose your defense coordinator. Okay. Free agencies, Andre Branch played really well as a defensive end. Uh, I think he'd love to bring him back. Jelani Jenkins has flashed in this league. Other than that, you know, Michael Thomas, Macari Rambo, Spencer, you know, Spencer Pacinger, Donald Butler. Okay, and none of those are big names to me. No one, They don't move the needle. Uh, I think I would move on from Coe Meesey, too, and use that money somewhere. You know, guard, keep stills, you know, uh, reinforce the defense. Because, really, this defense it needs everything. You know, I mean, start. let's go big to little. Earl Mitchell's gone. Nomikong sues a stud. They have Jordan Phillips. There's no other defensive tackles on the roster. You know, it's Jordan Phillips, you know, second-round pick from last year, um, from 15, I'm sorry, and and Sue. And I'm fine with them as my starters, but you need two more. You know, I mean, you can't just go into the, into the season with two defensive tackles on the team. You, you move on from Mario Williams, rightfully so. That didn't work, and I don't think anyone expected it to work. You don't have Branch. I mean, you have some lesser-known names. You extended Wake, and he's played well. But even if you bring back Branch, I mean I look at Branch as a really good number three defensive end. And you have to recognize Wake's an older guy too. How long is he gonna play? So you absolutely have to draft one and maybe sign one. I mean, can you could you lure Pierre Paul back, you know, down to Florida again and have him play opposite Wake, maybe something like that. Or is your first round pick at defensive end and you bring back Branch? So currently with our defensive line, we basically have Cameron Wake, Namakong Sue, and Jordan Phillips. So you need like seven more. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that's yeah, that's steep price. You know, I mean, that, uh, you, and some of those guys will come on the cheap. Don't get me wrong. And linebackers worse because I like Sue and I like Wake and I like Phillips and I'm okay on Alonzo, but if you don't do anything with Jenkins, who's a free agent, and you cut Misi, then what? I mean, I got guys like Mike Hall, Lehman Barrow, Dion Lacey, you know, Neville Hewitt as my linebackers. I, that's no good. And it's not a very good second-level free agency crop. I mean, I think Alonzo's a guy you count on, like it or not. Um, you're going to have to draft linebackers. I mean, would you love to get Foster from Alabama? Yeah, I don't think he'll fall there unless the Combine tells us this week that his shoulder's a lot worse than people thought. So that's frightening. You know, I mean, again, there's just nobody here. You know, outside of Alonzo, Phillips, Sue, and Wake, you don't have a front seven. You know, and generally speaking, you carry, what, like 16, 17 players, something along those lines, you know, in your front seven? You, better, you got some bodies, man. You need starters, and you need bodies. Secondary's in better shape, and I think Byron Maxwell surprised us all and had a really good year. Opposite him, Lippitt and Xavier Howard um, show some promise, but I think you have to bring in another corner. Preferably, I would think, well, I, I was going to say preferably a veteran. Since Howard and Lippitt, you'd rather them be your third, fourth guy as they learn, bring in a starter opposite Maxwell. Yeah, that'd be great, but maybe he's bringing a first round pick in, you know, and, and then those are your four and you're pretty well set and they learn, but there's talent there. It is a very good corner draft. Um, if you don't bring in a starter in free agency, I almost feel like you have to use a, a day, first or second day pick at corner. Safety is the only spot you feel good about. I mean, Abdelkoidis and Rashard Jones, who missed a lot of time last year, are solid starters. There's nothing behind them, so that's important. You do need to find some depth. but So that's kind of the theme here. I mean, you look at the Dolphins' defense, and I keep recapping it, and if you have a 53-man roster and three specialists, and you need 25 defensive players, give or take, and so far you have one, Wake, two, Sue, three, Phillips, four, Alonzo, five, Maxwell, six, Jones, seven, Abdulkoides, eight, Howard, nine, Lippett, maybe 10 on McCain, you know, one or two other dudes. So you need a influx of quantity and quality on the defensive side of the ball to bring this, you know, to a, respectable level defense in terms of talent and, the, you know, that side of the roster. 82 new guards. And, you know, all in all, I think Miami will be very active, like I said, though. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to sit on their hands. I think they'll be aggressive in free agency. Probably let a lot of their own guys go, like I said, you know, on defense. And, well, not necessarily let a lot of their own guys go. I think Branch comes back. Um, I think Sims probably comes back. And I would – I think there's a good chance Stills comes back too, but they still need a lot. I mean, it would be nice if they had a wealth of draft picks, but um, so that's gonna that's that, there. You have it. I mean, there's some good things going on in Miami, but when you look at boy, we got to fill fifty three spots. They're a little light.